Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show. The show is designed to give you solutions to your day-to-day management and leadership problems. It's hosted by Matthew Haddock, a frontline manager and leader with over 25 years of experience. If you're ready, then let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Manager Matt podcast show, a weekly podcast designed to help you as a manager and leader unlock your potential, both inside and outside of work, with the ultimate aim to deliver the results you need. Please subscribe to the show if you haven't already, so you'll never miss an episode, and share it with everyone else who you might think might get the benefit. Right, without any more delay, let's get on with this week's show. So, influencing. This week, I want to talk about being an influencer. Now, I'm not talking about a YouTube or Instagram influencer, because in respect to that, it's basically, I'll show you something, you go and do it. That seems to be the idea of influencing in the in the social influencing world. But being able to influence without a formal authority is an essential skill when it comes to work. And we can't do it without some sort of confidence and a clarity of the purpose that you're doing it and a set of communication skills available to express ourselves when we use these influencing skills. And what I mean by that is there's going to be a dynamic in your work where you are going to either be a leader, which you probably are listening to this, so you'll have a certain level of authority in regard to what you're allowed to do, what your remit of work is, for instance. But there's also a lot of elements where you'll need to influence people which is not directly related to your job. So getting someone to do something that isn't either your peer group or a a set of uh, directs outside your leadership. So that means you need to have those influencing skills and be willing to influence people and sometimes being offered to step back and, and look at a situation and say, well, how can I influence this? And developing those influence skills is a really key, important tool that we can do as leaders inside businesses. So, you know, how do you develop these influencing skills? Well, firstly, you need to build a sense of trust with your colleagues. And trust is the most common way to gain these kind of influences. You know that when you trust someone at work, they would go a long way for you to make sure that they will get the job done. And that that means that colleagues trust you, they're more likely to be open to you being an influencer for them and be open to about your thoughts around something and also your concerns and opinions. So remember, influencing doesn't mean it's just your way of doing it. It's making sure that when they're doing something that you can influence them to make sure it's the right decision. There's also idea of having a network. So you need to recognise that there's a network within a business and within your social uh, arena that needs to be maintained. So you have to have this active network that you continually build and strengthen to make sure that you, when you need to, you can put some leverage into making sure people are getting things done, if you like, and doing the things that you want them to do. And that is a big part of influences. And of course, when it comes to influencing people, there's a, there's a definite need to make sure that you've got something called emotional intelligence. And that's understanding how your actions, the way you act, can influence people, both negatively as well as positively. So you've got to make sure that people's feelings and, and their critically, their understanding of how you come over uh, are understood, which would help you motivate and influence and persuade people to get things done. Now, there is certain areas which you can sort of look at. So there's some tips you can do um, around this. And first part of it is obviously, if you are liked, it's great. You'll get more done. But being a person who is fair is being 
a good start when it comes to influencing. But things you need to look at, if you sort of break it down, I've broke it down to eight tips around improving those influencing skills. Um, and to be an effective influencer, you require to have some competence or confidence in a wide range of skills. But these are eight that I think you really need to do. And no surprise, the first one of this is around setting a direction, getting some sort of vision. So this involves you creating an image, a, a direction, a picture in people's minds of an outcome that could be there or should be there in the future. And that should inspire others. And you should be clear on how you communicate this part of it so that they can commit and make sure that you're on established common grounds. And that could be around values inside works and having a common set of values. It could be about the why the business is there and why you want to do these things. But first part is getting that direction, setting the vision. Second tip to improve the influencing is link it to, uh, you know, make it come alive. So how do you make sure you build it? So you're establishing a common ground that links the ideas you've got to others. It builds on what they, what you're doing rather than just what you're saying. So you're taking the why from the first one and now you're getting this idea and making it happen. Uh, you can discover some common ground. You can ask some open questions of people to build that relationship so that you're both on the same page or the group is on the same page and you've got a common point of view going forward. The third point is around the world view. Everyone sees the world in a different way and it's an ability as an influencer to take those different perspectives and not just make it your own that you're influencing people with but actually take theirs and you can then reframe and make sure that the people around you have the perspective that you see going forward to help them influence and move it on and it's almost framing it so you're framing the world that you want going forward to help them set the direction and to influence the right results you need to get. Fourth one is about asking those questions, asking the whys. This is getting to the heart of the issue. You're going through and asking effective questions. You're trying to probe deeper and deeper into the issue that you've got, trying to gain a full understanding. Therefore, when you've got that picture, it's a lot easier to influence people when they understand what that uh, frame of reference is that you spoke about earlier, but also very much around the why that person might think that way making it much easier to get that person to do what you think is the right way or what the group think is the right way. When it gets to number five, you've got to be aware of yourself. It's not always what you say when it comes to influences. It's about sometimes the art of looking after your body language. They say a lot of communications in humans are about body language. As I'm speaking down to the mic, my arm is moving, my hand is moving, I'm making gestures. So there's being aware of not the, the non-verbal messages that you are projecting to others, as well as being aware of other people's body language. You know, they may be listening and nodding, going, oh, yeah, I get you completely, I can see this. But actually, when you know to, what to look for, you can see that there's some part of that message isn't really getting over, their eye contact isn't there. Their tone of the voice is different. They definitely have the different um, synergies in regards to your body language. You can um, very much when you are in harmony with people see that people's body language matches yours. The stance is the same. Even as simple as people turning the body away from you when you're talking. It's a very easy one to sort of spot but be aware of your body language and it's not always what you're saying. You've got to commit to really believe what you're saying to try and influence that situation. And a big part of that as well as the non-verbal, is the verbal. So point six is make sure you're listening to people. They say you've got two ears and one mouth, so you should be listening twice as much as you're talking. Maybe a bit hard for me, but that's the idea. And this is an important school as it influences the process involved and it gets the use asking the right questions, making sure that you're opening up 
to write questions, but then listening to the answer before trying to ask another question. The number of people who were only waiting for a gap in conversation to ask another question have not actually listened to any of the answer from the beginning. And that's also keys nicely into body language. So when you're listening, both with your ears, also use your eyes to listen. I know it sounds a bit crazy. Look and see if people's body language, are they nodding? Have you got eye contact? That's also a very important part of listening. It's not just the verbal, it's about listening and also watching. Number seven of these tips is to build a relationship. We've talked all the time on this podcast about relationships make things happen. And it's important that people work for people. And it's important to be able to emphasize with the other people that you're building a good relationship with, you're listening to them, you're asking the good questions and therefore they're going to be more influenced when the future comes and you need that person or in a situation. And the last point is make sure you're being clear, verbally be clear. This is about putting your case across in a clear manner. Be confident, be committed, be enthusiastic. This means that you're committing to what you think and it brings energy to the conversation, which makes it much more easier for you to influence people when you need to influence them. In business and at home, the softer influencing skills are so much more important than the rank. The amount of people and managers I've met who've had no idea about their emotional intelligence, don't build an active network, don't build trust with people, but you try to use their power of, I'm the boss, do as I say. It's a short-term thing. If you don't get those engagement, if you don't get people wanting to do this for you, with you, then you soon lose it because your power is okay when you're in the room. That's a good way of thinking it. But when you're there, does your influence stay? Or are they doing it through fear? Will they soon revert back to the poor decision-making if you're not there? And that's also part of the fact of getting good influencing skills. So let's recap what the top eight influencing skills are. Number one, set the direction, get the vision. Number two, make it come alive. So build it, link it to things. Number three, look at the worldview. What is the framing? Have those people got the perception and understand where your perception is around this uh, idea or influence? And number four is ask the whys. Get those probing questions to really deep dive into the subject so you understand both parties. Number five is around awareness of body language, making sure that it's not always just about your what you say. Number six is two ears, one mouth and some eyes. So listen, actively listen to what people are saying. Number seven is building a rapport and relationship with people so they really get to know you and you get to know them. Makes it so much easier. And finally, it's about having a clear vision, a verbalised clear where you're going. So having a verbal, clear understanding, plenty of confidence and enthusiasm. Okay, well that's my ideas around influencing people and I'm sure all of you have got some idea around how you influence your team. So why not send me an email because feedback is great and it's a gift and it's free. So why not send it to managermatpodcastshow at gmail.com and let's have a look at what in the future I can engage in both new topics, old topics or whatever heck topics you want to talk about on the show. And of course, if you don't put these things into action, that's fine. But if you want to get results, the best thing is to start doing. So you don't get nothing for nothing. Well, that's it for Manager Matt this week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this Manager Matt podcast. We hope you found it interesting, helpful and actionable. One last thing. 
please leave a quick review on iTunes or with your podcast provider as it helps to spread the word of Manager Matt. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the podcast. And if you did like anything in particular, send an email to managermattpodcast at gmail.com or visit managermatt.co.uk for more content. Feedback is a gift, so let's keep giving. See you next week.